Here we go. Bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Sketches and chat, puppies, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash, puppies, bangers and mash. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. The chat is the mash and the sketches are the bangers. If the sketches are our coats, then the chat is the hangers. If the chat is our pants, then the sketches are our wangers. Welcome to Bangers and Mash. Greetings, listener dear! Hello again! Hello! Oh, I thought that was going to go into a little song there, yeah, Clarky. Yeah, Lionel. Hello, darkness, my old friend. My favourite Lionel song. <laughs> well, welcome, Lionel, listener dear. Here we are. I'm Tom. I'm Matthew. And I'm Ben. The usual three, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, we tried to get some transfers, but we mani- we ran out of time. There was talk of mixing it up with other uh, other podcasters. Richard Herring was uh, was involved. Uh, what's Too the- expensive. Sarah Koenig from uh, Serial. Too dull. Yes, yeah, that second series. Get out of there, Koenig. Unlike our second series... Oh my solid. god! Right, so anyway, solid. so let's strong. Not, let's not let's not trash her the podcasts just yet, because listener dear, it's just us and you. Here we are together again in the podcast realm, deep in your ear canal, smack bang wallop in the centre of your ear canal, right. treading water, journeying to the centre of your brain. Yeah, tr- treading water though. And when I mean, we get there, the we're s- gonna jizz in it. <laughs> oh no! Oh, hang on a sec. So you're I'm very sorry. So you've about got water that. on the ear and jizz on the brain. <laughs> That's not right, a <laughs> It's not a bad evening, is it? It's not a bad. It's not a bad commute. <laughs> anyway, what news? Well, we're going to give you some chat. Yeah, That's we're, g- we we're going to give you a challenge, and that is the next stranger you meet, shake their hand and say, "Pleased to meet you. I've got water on the ear and jizz on the brain." And then slip them a business card that says, "Listen to Pbam." Listen to Pbam. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Or make your own personalised business cards make your for own pers- us, please. Make your own business cards for us, give them to people, and they've got to say, water on the ear, jizz on the brain, P-Bam. <laughs> right, well, let's get this uh, shit underway, shall we? Absolutely. Tom gave me a steely look of, shall we re-record this intro? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I bore it down, we're and right, we're not going to re-record we're it. We're right on the line of re-recording. <laughs> no. Push through. Push okay. through, guys. How does this one start? Well, this one starts with me asking a question. Ooh. Do we ever get the answer? I literally can't remember. <laughs> I don't think we But do. a question gets asked, and that's all you need to know. Have fun. Okay, I've got a question. Go on. If, when, after you're dead, yes. your life... Rest your, in peace. Peace out. But, oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, why does no one put that on their tombstone? That'd peace be great. Out. <laughs> peace out. Peace out. Peace out. I like it. Um, and and a, a little prosthetic hand coming up, giving the P sign. No? A little, pros- a little prosthetic <laughs> hand. Yeah. I think it's the fact it's a prosthesis. I think that's the, that's the problem. Why can't it just Is be it a, like... attached to your body? <laughs> <laughs> also, it's like a sort of, like a groovy version of the end of Carrie. Spoiler alert. But Carrie uh, dies! Well, well I've never seen she. it. Have you, you not seen, seen it? Carrie? Oh, never seen Carrie. It's oh, an mate. absolute... I never will. Oh. It's, it's a movie to see before you die. <laughs> Like all movies, really. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare to have the list movies to watch after you're dead. Well, this is what this is my question. <laughs> That'd be a funny review, though. This is one to watch after, after you're dead. you die. I suppose, yeah. What would be the best film to watch after you after you die? Do tweet us in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't we on the real radio? <laughs> our, our hospital radio. <laughs> hospital radio. We we'd have some terrible phone-ins. <laughs> Anyone who's about to die, what movies are you looking forward to watching in the afterlife? Do you think you get to catch up on your movies after you're dead? No. 
Clarky <laughs> has put the smack down on that Clark, early you know, doors. He's, he's, wait, he's seen it. I've been there. He's gone down the tunnel. I've been did... there. Unfortunately, only box sets. Oh, you can binge watch things. <laughs> yeah. When you were a kid, did you always think you were going to have a near-death experience? And see your life flashing before your eyes? Yeah, well, well not, no, not necessarily that, but like the tunnel of light. Yes. Like I, in, I, still, head, I still think I'm gonna ha- yeah, that's going to happen. Isn't that a weird thing? Like, in, like from when I was about 12, when I first heard about near-death experience, it must have been something to do with I think, the X-Files, probably. <laughs> but like, as soon as you hear about near-death experience, you kind of go, oh, I'll have one of those, and it'll be one of my cool things. <laughs> What's Tom Parry known for? Oh, he's the kid whose heart stopped for two minutes. Well, his, his, I, I want a near-death experience. Yes. I want to be struck by lightning. Okay, all of what this can be arranged. <laughs> I want to be pop, like... Pop this foil hat on and go out in the rain. And I want to be... Uh, I want to like be an ex-heroin guy. Wow, How cool would I be then? I've, I've, talked, I've talked about this before, but um, I remember watching the documentary about... Um, the, the basis from Hole, yeah, and she went through drugs and prostitution, had an absolutely terrible time, really, really horrible. But then, but now she's like cleaned up. Yeah. She's healthy. She's running a a, a, a school a for. Oh no, a school. She's running a school. I mean, for marathon runners. No, even better than that for for young uh, girls who want to get into music. Oh, there we go. See, I mean, it'd be creepy if you did that after you became a heroin addict. What run this, a school for marathon runners? No, for young girls. <laughs> oh, right, okay. um, Tom Parry he was uh, he was on the smack for a few years, but don't worry, now he's running a a, a sort of weird, sexy orphanage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strange that that's what I titled it. As well. <laughs> Come to the weird, sexy orphanage, girls. But uh, but but I was thinking I was watching that documentary and going. Oh, when I um, yeah, when I when I get through my heroin addiction, I'll probably start putting my life back on track. Basically, what you want is some sort of big experience that you go. That was the moment when everything changed. I want to be the guy at the party who he arrives and people go, "That's Tom Barry." People do do that. Oh, do they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a let's, good way. No, leave. not in a good way. Let's all leave. They go. That did, he was struck by lightning. It'd be cool to be struck by lightning. I think it? when you're growing up, you kind of think everything you see is going to happen to you at some point. Yeah. I always thought I was going to be in an American high school at some point, like a transfer student. Did you? Yeah. I thought that'd be... I thought that... Why do you think happen. that might happen? I thought I'd get stuck in quicksand. thought that would definitely happen. I think it's weird that the, everything you saw as a child you thought would happen to you. <laughs> Thought my face had melt off when someone opened up the uh, Ark of the Covenant. Of the Covenant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd, I thought I'd end up on Mars, and uh, my eyes are gold, boggly, and uh, yeah. I thought um, I would be in Flight of the Navigator. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't couldn't think of a third film. The kid from Flight of the Navigator, I I, I saw the other day, uh, is being sent down for being part of a bank robbery. Oh no! Yeah. So it's it's a getaway driver. It's almost the opposite of the no, no, oh, wait, okay. Just take us a mile away from here. He took us a mile up. Um, it's a deep reference, but um, but that's almost the opposite of what we were talking about. Yeah. If you start like, as that happens to a lot of child stars, if they have a very exciting childhood, then obviously they turn to crime later. You know, it happened to Screech from Saved by the Bell. Did he turn to crime? Yeah, yeah. He, um, he stabbed a dude. I think he stabbed a dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny. That's a funny. That's <laughs> it's the old the old Paul F. Tompkins. He stabbed a dude. He stabbed a dude. <laughs> so the question I was going to ask, anyway, yes, go we've, we've gone slightly off off piece, but it all sort of fits. It all fits in. Yeah, it's all on message with this question. So I was uh, I was uh, listening to a documentary about um, the book Stoner. You know oh, the I... book Stoner that was written. Uh, 
I don't know, was it written in the 60s? Yes. And then only in like 2012, it became a really big success. It did. Uh, but the guy, had, the guy had died. He was in his 70s. He died before it became a success. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, up in heaven, you get props? Or do you think that's it? Ah, uh, you're like, because in your head, you kind of think. In, in your head, you're like, it's a good day in heaven every day, but it's a really good day when they're like, hey, by the way, dude, you wrote Stoner. Do you know what's happening down on earth in, in 2012? They're loving it. Your books, your books sold like, you know, only sold about 12 copies when it first came out. Now it's sold thousands. Go and chat to Van Gogh. Yeah, you get yeah. to meet. Ah, oh, is heaven tiered? That's the big. That's that's a that's a bigger question. Tears isn't in it? heaven. But is there a higher? Is there like a velvet rope section of heaven? No, that's why it's heaven. Yeah, right, guys. So, like, no one, there are no, no g- one's better at being good. But then, no. what about sitting at God's right hand in heaven? No, Surely, is, that's is that Jesus? Yeah. So well, Jesus gets a velvet rope section, right? So Jesus gets gets no, mad props this is in the heaven. Way, this is where you have to think of heaven. If you can visualize this, it's yes. like there's two platforms. Can I just one stop on either side? Can we stop one second, very very quickly, just to say that Tom is talking about this like it's a fact. Right. <laughs> okay, here we go. There's two platforms, one on either side, and like you can look across the gap and see each other. One people on that side, people on that side, and then linking those two platforms, there's like a curved kind of. It's like a two-sided ramp. It goes down and it comes uh, up on the other side. Sure, sure, sure. sure, sure. So choose. If, you could skateboard down the yeah. one ramp and up the other side. Okay, okay. And, and I'm I trying to visualize. In my head, that's what heaven is. I'm trying to visualize kind of what that sort of shape would be described yeah. as. It's not, like, yeah. a, not like, like a full, pipe. like a semicircle, or a, yeah. or, a, or, a or a demi, yeah, yeah, yeah. A demi that, pipe. Uh, yeah. I, I really, th- for me, that's what heaven is. Mm, uh, that's, know, that's interesting. Uh, think on, I guess. <laughs> 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 Do you reckon then these podcasts are going to be the thing? <laughs> like once we go. Because this is no. this is what we're leaving for ourselves, guys. <laughs> this is our this stoner. This is our legacy. This is our stoner, yeah. So yeah, just thinking, you know, 50 years time or something, once we start to pop. Someone will start listening to them. <laughs> then people will go, oh my God. And like, it'll be I played think on the might... president's inauguration or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very <laughs> imagine, imagine they have people. <laughs> It could happen. Where, like, okay, um, finally, finally, snapped into gear. Instead of a choir, you'd have like people chanting all of the words of an episode of this. Whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> so what? People would have to learn this parrot fashion, and then just chant it. That's the way it'll be. That's the way shit's gonna like go a Greek down. Chorus post um, apocalypse. apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, well, it might make sense if if this podcast is the only thing that survives. Well, I've made a uh, coffee for everyone, as I normally do, and uh, oh, actually, Tom's uh, Tom's put his coffee quite near the edge of the table there. He, he, he quite often does that, but uh, you know, I'm sure it'd be fine. I think when Homer does, when Homer wrote, um, you know, his bloody Greek stuff. Oh, okay, right. He'd you were talking about Homer Simpson. No, he'd never imagined that in all the years' time that, that people would be, you know, like he just was writing it for then, wasn't he? Yeah. He wasn't writing it for forever. Same way that for us, this is for listener dear. It's it's very immediate. But what what we've done now, we've fallen into the trap of now starting to fantasize about it being forever. Right. Are we sort of jinxing it by talking about the idea of it being forever? I mean, isn't all, all of this anyway is a little bit just like. Isn't like making anything like podcasts or p- 
performing or anything. Just like it is like a, I was here, guys. <laughs> you know, like it's like chis- it's like carving into the old. Yeah, although yeah, I suppose your name in a tree. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's all this is. I suppose le- less so kind of performing because that's a very immediate momentary thing, isn't it? Yeah, but you want to end up in a bloody film though, don't you? Is that why you're <laughs> is that why you joined Pappy's to end oh, up in a I film? I want to end up in a bloody film. In a film, guys. He, to feel about high school to an American high school. <laughs> <laughs> school <laughs> if anyone's <laughs> making that film by the way. So make, there's make the, the gym and the, don't go over there. That's where the quicksand is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't open that. That's the ark of the covenant. <laughs> And also, over there, it's the flight of the navigator. <laughs> Want to do some time? <laughs> <laughs> he had a jail addiction. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Clarky was right to say no straight off because he doesn't believe in an afterlife. Oh, you don't believe in the afterlife, Clarky? No. no. Neither do I, actually, now I think about it. So, so I, I guess there's the answer to your question, isn't it, really? It's quite, I mean, is it, is it good or is it bad? That's the that's the question. The idea of the afterlife is probably pretty horrible, right? No, I don't mind about the. I'm not talking about the afterlife. I, I um, I'm not bothered about the afterlife. Uh, not bothered about the afterlife. Yeah, it's all Guys, right, isn't it? You get busy. He stabbed a dude, and he's not bothered about the afterlife. <laughs> the dude who I stabbed though is fairly bothered about the afterlife because <laughs> he's not sure whether he's going to be there. Enjoy the afterlife, chum. <laughs> oh, that's what I, I think before the I friendly a stabber. Have you got a line before you stab a dude? Um. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, not bad. That's actually it's pretty good. Bad. Sorry. If you had to stab somebody, Clarky. Yeah. Right. If you're if you're in a knife fight. Yeah. And you've both brought knives. You have. All oh, right. End of end of under siege. It, it's, I was thinking of. Uh, isn't it the Untouchables? They bring a gun to a knife fight. Isn't that the? You're both right. The quotes from the Untouchables. The knife fight at the end is between two dudes at the end of under siege. Okay. So at the end of under siege. You're in the knife fight. Yeah. But you don't. You you just want to incapacitate the person. Where are you going to stab him? Oh, thigh. Yeah. I've got a better one. Heart. <laughs> I will incapacitate. Yeah, him. yeah. That's all right. It's, 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 it, wouldn't, it wouldn't kill someone if you stab him through the heart. It just kills him when you take the knife out. Oh, so they just have oh, to so leave they, it's, it's like sword in the stone. Exactly, they just have yeah. to walk around. It's like, it's like Excalibur. Oh bloody hell! Here comes Clarky. He's got a knife stuck through his heart. What's up, guys? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, do you think if we were, um, if we opened the door now and there was a little baby okay. on the doorstep, do you think we'd do a good job of raising it? Well, first, yes. you've, got, you've got to decide who is going to be Danson, who's going to be Gutenberg, and who is going to be... Do you be... think that's the perfect model? Because <laughs> uh, we could... They did, pretty, they did a pretty good job. Selick, that's the third one. Why can't I think Selick. of Selick? Um I think we would do a good job. I think we'd be good at the bedtime raps. We haven't got mother's love, but we've got producer pegs. We'd have to. We'd have to all live together, though, right? Yeah, we could do shifts. I don't know. That that, that might be quite disjointed. This fantasy, though, we've got. We've got to go. Like, right, this is it now, guys. We're all moving in together. We're raising raising a baby. baby. We're raising a baby. I think we could raise a baby together. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Are you up for it? What would you bring to the party? Um, What would I bring to the party? Um, oh dear, that's, that's, a, big, that's think, a big question. I, I think we've got bases covered <laughs> I, I quite think, well, actually. Go on. I then. mean, what, what what do you mean? What would you what do you, what do you mean? What would you, would you bring to the party? Well, I think Clarky would teach it music. Yeah, no, I think, but I think those those are quite 
that that's that's not important for a baby. Like right, <laughs> music. Like, no, right, like but right. If like if, if it's a baby that we've got to look after today. Oh, if I... Clarky starts going, well, I'm going to teach it music, and you go, well, I'm going to teach it sports, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to read to it, whatever it would be. I don't know what 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 I would do. I don't think those are important uh, so much as like who would change it, who would feed it. Those are the, the kind of key. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're a given, aren't they? Yeah. No, raising a baby, raising it isn't looking after a baby for a day because like we take it in terms to do nappies and shit it's like what can we bring to this child what 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 adult would we create when you talk about parenthood it's not about who's gonna feed it it's about what are you gonna impart to this kid right what kid are you gonna build we're all about legacy today yeah Who's going to carry on the P-Ban mantle? <laughs> Who's going to teach that baby how to podcast? <laughs> yeah. Producer Pegs. Producer Pegs is going to have to teach it how to use a microphone. What's the... Is there a kid who's been podcasting since he was like two or some shit? I, I'm, if, if there is, I haven't been listening. Podcast? That's the kid we would... That's we would raise, this podcasting we, baba. We'd raise the... <laughs> that's the title of the podcast. Podcasting baba. And that's the jingle. <laughs> Okay, we've got it covered. Do you call babies Baba? Uh, no, I did just this, then. This yeah, was. I thought Baba was like a, like an old Russian grandmother. Do you believe in reincarnation? Oh my God! <laughs> so like a babushka figure. Babushka's at the door. What are you gonna bring to the table? Clarky would teach it music. Okay, what would you teach it? Do you think you teach it music? That's yeah. I think that's what you yeah, bring yeah. to a baby. Yeah, totally. And what else? Oh dear, what else? Have you already got music to offer. But yeah. I, I think I think that though teaching a kid is by is is not necessarily sitting it down and teaching it things. Is don't you teach a kid just by example life, life yes. lessons? Yeah, I'd give it street smarts. No, you haven't got street smarts. That's what I'd give the kid. No, I'd be like kid. Yeah, you see, I think I think you're viewing it like an <laughs> Here's uncle. A knife. I think you're. I think that I think like I know I bring up a kid isn't just changing its nappy, but I think you're viewing it like what could I sit it down and tell it. A kind of like a, like a, like an uncle or an older brother or something, rather than what would it learn from observing me? Street smarts. What? Give us a demo of your street smarts. <laughs> I'd pop the kid. I've already told. The I've already been talking be about stabbing st- someone through the heart. That's I'm. You know. The kid would be on the stoop, and I'd be like, "Kid, <laughs> watch me handle the neighbour." Whoa! <laughs> what are you doing to this neighbour? I'm um, giving it grief. <laughs> keep keeping the baby away. <laughs> Just it'd learn how to handle. <laughs> take the baby out onto the step. <laughs> so you'd stick a baby on a step and then go and punch your neighbour. So, no, no, no. But I'd be like, you know, yeah, you know, like um, I'd be like, if you get in trouble at school, kid, do this and do that, and then they'll never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like that guy. Pop yourself in a box and throw yeah. the box in the sea. Um, <laughs> Trousers off. What go? What, what? What would be your tip for someone who's getting bullied at school? Because this might actually be, a, you know. In, in many this ways, we are bringing up our listeners. The listeners are our children. Listen to dear is our, are really? our children. The listeners are at our doorstep. Very, but they're very much <laughs> at our sort of audio Welcome doorstep. Welcome to our stoop. Um, Listener, dear, pop yourself on the stoop. I'm going to sort out that neighbour that's been giving us grief. Dude. Yeah, what is it? Please. I don't want to be <laughs> that guy. But, like, it's really loud and when it gets late. Hey, listen, mate, you, your baby has been crying all day. I know! Your baby has been crying literally all day. I'm I, sorry. The only reason I've got my music up this down is yeah. because, like, all I can hear is your, is your baby crying. Oh, I guess it's like six and one and a half, doesn't it? Can I just other? say one thing? The baby has not been fed. It's not been changed. You've, <laughs> no, you've been taking it to music classes. Clarky's been doing the music. 
And you, you, you keep you, all you keep doing is saying, "Watch me sort out the neighbour." You keep screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> well, I've, I've taught it out a three card shuffle. You know that you, you bend up one of the cards so you can chase the lady. It, it, it's seven months old. I don't know why you teach it a three card shuffle. Change it. Got to pay its way through college. Change it, nappy. College. Stop podcasting it. And, uh, and, 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 and and seriously, okay, I'm let, sorry. let it get some sleep, mate. I'm sorry. You, you're a fucking disgrace, you are, mate. Okay. You're a bloody disgrace. In fact, okay. give me that baby. By I, the way, I'm raising the enjoy baby. Enjoy the afterlife, chump. Oh, oh, my precious heart. Watch your rain, kid. Oh. Watch and learn. Oh, I can see a tunnel of light. That's oh, how it my happens. Dead pets are there. I go in apologising and I come out with claret on my fingers. <laughs> Just the fingers. <laughs> Yeah, and that was a that's a neat stabbing you've done there. <laughs> if you managed very to just neat. isolate it to the fingers only, I'm very neat. Um, crossbow? Would you read? Would you be the one who reads to the child? Uh, I, I, you know what? I, one of the things I think would be quite fun about having a baby, uh, the 11 a.m. Uh, film screenings. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Take <laughs> Although, it to- actually, would it be fun? Are they, are they full of just like screaming? Uh. I've not been to one. I don't know. I haven't been to one either. What film are watching? Scream. <laughs> uh, by the way, you can't pull that face at someone else about your own joke. <laughs> I had real, real contempt for Clarky. Yeah, I know. You, you, you made a joke. <laughs> and then looked at Clarky like he'd made the joke. <laughs> not allowed to do that. No um, way would I go to one of those 11 a.m. screenings. Why other, not? Ba- other people's babies. No. Just sit in your front room and stick something on with your kid. No, no, but isn't the idea that you Pop want... Pop Goodfellas on for the baba. You want the kids... <laughs> now watch how Pesci handles this situation. <laughs> you're going to be you're gonna be raising a very violent child. You want to raise a kid who's a bit harder than you are? <laughs> That's what I reckon. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, no, I'm not... I just don't... Like, my one worry is that I don't want... The, my, yeah, like... You don't want a, a kid who's... You don't want to raise a tough kid, though, do you? You don't want to a slightly raise a tough kid, slightly tougher than you. That's evolution, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but stronger, like stronger physically and emotionally, but not necessarily tougher. You, I don't think toughness is a thing. I, I, I hardy, a hardy child. Yeah, yeah, hardy, healthy and hardy. Uh, My I'll, favorite give... double act. Yeah, whatever happened to Healthy? Laurel took over, didn't he? And uh, yeah. Healthy was squeezed out. Healthy was too busy electric about five a day. <laughs> well, that's another fine salad you've tossed me. <laughs> well, Clarky made the coffees and they were very delicious. I drank mine. Clarky drank his. Pegs, the arsehole, he drank his. But Tom, he, and he always does this, and it drives me insane. He's left the final little slurp still in the mug. Why don't you just drink the whole coffee like everyone else would do? Oh well, no bother. Back to the chat. I went to a salad tossing bar yesterday. Oh, what? Have you been to one of those? Which one did you go to? Vital Ingredients? Yeah, and like you choose your base. Yeah, I went with you in fact. Yeah, it was great. There you go. You choose your base. Yep. Then they bung stuff in and then they toss it like it's the end of the world. And then you get the salad. Like, <laughs> which, which is whoop, completely whoop, whoop, fucked, whoop, isn't whoop, it? Whoop. They toss it so intensely that it, everything is... And the whole thing's the salad tossing. When's this, when's, when's this become a thing? I tell you, it's very expensive as it well. It is expensive. What it is. And also, turn into such arseholes, haven't we? That you'd do that. What? You'd like, go to a salad toss it. I spent seven quid on a salad yesterday. I've got salad in my fridge. When did I become that arsehole? What do, you, what do you mean? Why is it an arsehole? We don't do anything to... for ourselves. 
You know what I mean? Like we don't make our own salads. <laughs> <laughs> ever since I didn't you got make this, my own salad. Ever yesterday. since you got this butler, you've turned into a real arsehole, haven't you? <laughs> I just think as a society, we don't. Basically, I watched an advert with Jeff. Have you seen that advert of Jeff Bridges telling you about plastic? No. It's great. Gone. <laughs> He's exactly the right guy to be doing it. Okay, what's what, what's what's when we become dependent on plastic? And you're like, oh god, old man Jeff's called me on this. <laughs> of course, I'm used too much plastic. What are you using? What I'd you... love to give up plastic. I love giving stuff up. Yeah, I know you do. Imagine yeah, if yeah. I give up plastic. So, so ha- are you going to give? You're going to give up paying seven quid for a salad and start making your own salads. Are you talking about growing your own salads or just literally going to the fridge, opening a, a bag of mixed leaves and putting it on a plate? Well, again, no, you don't open a bag bags. of mixed leaves again. Why? Why are we buying bags of mixed leaves? Oh, at heart, I'm a real good hippie, but I just don't <laughs> enforce it. Buy yourself an iceberg lettuce. Someone sits in a factory and makes the salad and puts it into a bag, a plastic bag that we don't need. Yeah. And we buy it. Yeah. We're retarded. Like Please you, don't use that word. <laughs> it's it's insane. Why is it insane to to buy mixed is it salad? Insane. Okay. Well, I think I think it's 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 borderline, but I'm fine with saying it. It's borderline. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, it's on the spectrum. Um, so, Parry, why why have you got a problem with buying mixed salads? I see your point here. It's a really good point. It's like a uh, fruit mix salad. Your own salad. Fruit salad, you can just buy the composite parts and make your own, or just buy one item and eat that. I think the problem it's got the same amount of fruit in it. The problem with sa- like fruit salads is a different thing because you could get one banana, one apple, one orange, chop it all up, and that's probably fruit salad for for about two or three people, right? Yeah. Whereas if if it's well, hang on, one banana, yeah, one, one apple, one orange. For three people? Well, two people, three people. Bloody hell, I'm scr- scrounging on the old fruit salad. <laughs> well, I'm just, all I'm saying, the point's for dessert, Crosby, fruit salad. Oh, look, oh. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Oh. I mean, that, well, that but, should be enough. It's, but, it's a piece of fruit each, isn't it? Yeah, the point The point I'm making, anyway, <laughs> the point I'm making is that the with, with buying, like, a, a lettuce or buying, like, all the ingredients of a salad a individually... Peach. What's, no, not a, not a peach. You do have to sort of listen to the words that people say in order to understand what their what their meaning is. Um, so, in order to buy, you never popped a peach in your salad. You haven't lived, mate. But, but that's not that's not. I'm not making a fruit salad anymore. Uh, and I'm, I'm making making a normal salad. I'm explaining why I have to buy mixed leaves. Right? Yeah. Go I'm on. Saying you can put peach in a normal salad. <laughs> oh my god! Like you can pear. It's a bit of sweetness. Mmm. Blue cheese and peach. I'm not so tied to this point that I'm going to ch- I'm going to chase it a third time. I think so. Uh, cool. What, what else did you want to talk about? Sorry, go on. What were you saying? I'm just saying that, um, say for example, if you buy uh, if you buy like a, a whole lettuce or whatever, it, often you don't use the whole thing. Whereas if I buy a bag of mixed leaves, I'm going to use all of them. That's the so so it's it, it, and I appreciate it is it's a bit of a kind of. Um, uh, it's quite first worldy to be like, well, I get all my leaves individually packaged in a, in a plastic bag, and I, I know it's I know it's bad for the environment, but at the same time, it's in terms of food wastage, that that bag of leaves, I'm going to eat the lot. Whereas if it's a lettuce, I'll probably take a few leaves off it and then watch it rot in the fridge. But then the, the then the message is eat the lettuce, isn't it? That's what Jeff Bridges would say: eat the whole lettuce. Because just sit down and, and just yam sit down, it and like eat, a, eat an entire lettuce. That's like a the big, video, like a. Bridges Big sits down and just cracks into a lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> he cracks into an iceberg. Plastic halfway through. Yeah. So, 
I mean, I suppose that I suppose that is, but you know, you you, you still want to have a bit of variety day to day. You don't want to think, oh, I've I've still got that lettuce in the fridge. I can't have uh, I can't have my piece of uh, piece of orange. This is what Bridget says. Plastic yeah, is something the world can't destroy. So every bit of plastic that's created will remain, much like like podcast. The goal of the podcast, yeah. So he said, like once pl- the world's made plastic, yeah, it can't get rid of it. It won't go anywhere. You can recycle it. <clears throat> yeah, but that's ineffective. It's still not. Go- it's still not going anywhere. Doesn't it biodegrade? But it takes like twenty no. years or something. No, plastic I thought, doesn't I thought, biodegrade. Doesn't it, doesn't it kind of go get all trodden down and, and eventually turn into petrol? Am I making yeah. this up? <laughs> I mean, you have been sticking a lot of cling film in your car, and that's part of the reason why it's not working anymore. Just pop it on the floor and trill it down, son. You're going to be terrible for our kid. <laughs> just no, I'm not saying. Just it, take I, I, it out I, into the I'm garden. Not, I'm, not pro, I'm not pro. I'm not pro plastic. Don't get me wrong. But the um, are you anti-plastic? You're I'm anti-plastic, me. but it's difficult to uh, wait. Cut hang it on a sec. Out. Hold tight. Hold tight. What, how has this been like? Anti-plastic, anti-plastic, pro-mixed leaves. Yeah. No, no. All <laughs> I said is... You need everything in a bag. You said it yourself. Didn't say I need everything in a bag. You said, I'm buying this peach in a bag. Who's buying a bagged peach? You are for your weird salad. Blue cheese and peach. <laughs> You're not allowed to raise our kid anymore. Firstly, I never said blue cheese. I never said peach. All I said was, I understand... Blue cheese and salad and half a fruit salad for dessert. That's what you're giving our kid. No wonder he's crying late at night. <laughs> I had to deal with the neighbour this morning because our kid's so hungry. Yeah, by the way, did you stab our neighbour? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I showed the kid the street smarts. Anti-plastic. Anti-plastic. You're the pro-plastic lobby in this in this podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sort of, like, I... Uh, so what are you doing that's, uh, that's like, helping helping the, the planet to well, be, rid of, be rid of plastic? Bridges says... Carry no, 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 no. Hang on a sec. I asked a question. What are you doing? Don't say bridges. You can't. You can't relate. You can't relate it through bridges. What What are you doing? That's that me. That means I am pro plastic and you're anti plastic. Bridges says. Wait, Tom. Tom. Uh, bridges. Bridges. I'd like to speak to Tom now. I'm not um, Bridges. Let me finish my sentence. Bridges says, carry around some chopsticks and a knife and fork in like a little holster. He doesn't, so, does he? Yeah, he does. Oh, I mean, what's they, the holster made out of? Hemp. It, they imply it with a clip. It does look like a hemp holster. It looks I'm exactly not as you having think. a hemp right? Just carry holster. it around with you. Carry around a cutlery holster, oh, and, and at all times, and then you'll never need your plastic forks or knives. I, I very rarely use uh, no, plastic you're, fork. You're, or... you're anti-plastic. <laughs> this guy over here, every meal, every meal, he eats a bag of mixed leaves. <laughs> with gets out a plastic fork, chucks it out of his window, pops it. And I put it into my car. Plastic bin into a bin. It's gone mad. So you carry around, and this is the bit where uh, you're right. Bridges does test you because you go, oh, (laughs) if I am going to be anti-plastic, am I going to carry around a cutlery holster? The answer is yes. Let's do it. So uh, you're sitting there. We, we, we. Uh, I've invited you around to my to my house for a lovely blue bag cheese. of mixed leaves, blue no, cheese and peach. Blue cheese is all stuff you've you've. You, if, you, if you're bringing your own blue cheese and a, and a and a bag full of peaches, fine. That's great. <clears throat> you're not getting it. It's mixed leaves. It's one banana, one apple, one orange. That's the dinner. Oh, bloody hell! 
So you can eat it in any order you like. Make sure you eat before you go round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fill yourself up on a, a nice load of plastic before you come round. Like um, the birds in the ocean have to. What birds are in the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> seabirds? The seabirds? Penguins. I mean, mean. They're, they're, they're on the ocean. I think the fish are in the ocean. The birds are in the sky. See, this is all the stuff that you pass on to our kids. I think it's... <laughs> you co- would be the home teacher. No, no, what I'd have to do is after have to follow you around and go, don't listen to that, because that's not the truth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you come round and you... So I I'd say, really enjoy this raising a kid. It'd be really funny. I'm not raising a kid with you. No It'd be way. like, what did Matthew tell you today? <laughs> okay, but this is what I think. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a real butter grain for the kid's soul. <laughs> and then on his 18th birthday we'd make him choose plastic or no plastic hold on which, see what which he's o- done so is it me and you versus Crosby yeah. that's the way it's for it's a house divided yeah oh. um, Peg so are you pro plastic or anti plastic yeah he's on rightly the, he's on the fence he's on the, oh, he's on the plastic you had a, fence you had a chance to absolutely level the playing field there and join me on my pro plastic side which I by the way haven't even chosen <laughs> it's been I've been I've had pro plastic forced upon me uh, but yeah still I'm, I'm, I'm back in it I enjoy mixed leaves and I don't like seeing food go to waste and I recycle so um, go on so uh, this is the reason Tom why you are not ready to become a parent is because you see ch- you see raising a child as a battle for their soul and that is a reason why you cannot become a dad i think that's but then i bet i bet loads of parents kind of have a similar motivation right? that is the reason why no one should become a dad <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh yeah i'm gonna have something in my image and 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 you haven't thought any further. <laughs> Literally, I mean, it stops having something in your own image. Yeah, yeah. And Buy then, a statue, mate. And then that kid can transfer to an American high school. Yes. All the things that you, all the films that you never got to realise, your kid can do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Garnet, so you, you, you'd like? I'd buy my kid a hemp holster for Christmas. <laughs> so, Chopsticks. So, Chopsticks. So it would be like. I just, think that would be one of his things at school. He'd be a cool kid. He so wouldn't be a need cool to be, kid. He'd he 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 need to be tough. Time, be he like, would need to be very tough if comes, he was walking around with his little chopstick here comes, bag. Here comes Harry. This is basically like a, a boy called Sue, isn't it? Can I just That's ask what Parry would do for his kid? He, he, he'd give him a load of... Harry Parry? He's also... I was going to say, you've Harry called Parry. your kid Harry. Harry Parry? Harry Parry's here. Harry Parry's he just fallen... Harry Parry's just fallen on his own sword. <laughs> he stabbed himself. Sticks. He stabbed himself through the heart with chopsticks. Sorry! Harry Barry's here. He carries his own chopsticks in a holster. Boom. Cool kid. Hello. Do you think that's cool? The kids at, at the school we send him to would be... To would. What school are we sending him I to? We've established he's going to be tough. And he's going to have... He's going to be the guy that makes... He's going to be the poster boy for hemp holsters. Because uh, Bridges isn't going to be around for much longer, is he? And I can't pick up the mantle. Clearly. You can't even pick up chopsticks. <laughs> that's, that's my first problem. I've, I've seen you try to get a bag of mixed leaves with chopsticks. You're all over the bloody shop. <laughs> oh, that coffee was nice. Never like to finish it, though. You know, all those little grainy bits at the bottom? Just pop it over here by the side of the table, where it's nice and safe. Oh, well, no bother. Back to the chat. You can mix leaves. Okay. That's gonna be that's gonna be one of my catchphrases when I uh, 
push the anti-plastic thing. You can mix your own leaves. Yep. You can carry your own chopsticks. Yep. Go out in there and do it. That's it. It's not It's not the greatest bumper sticker, is it? It's not quite. <laughs> no. You can mix quite. your own leaves. You can carry your own chopsticks. Go out there and do it. Yeah, actually. Hearing it back, I quite like it. <laughs> well, we've got another P-Bam t-shirt yeah. slogan. Some more merch for the, uh, for the merch table. Oh, my God. That's going to be our merch. P-Bam culinary holsters. And that way, we're doing something good for the world and getting the podcast out there. Are we doing something good for the world? Yes, Think about yes. it. Yes, Every listener, dear. What have we got? Two, three, three million listeners. All I can imagine now is somewhere out in the Pacific Ocean, Where the sea in the future, is. there'll be a load of um, fish caught helplessly. Or birds. In a P-Bam branded holster oh no yeah the they, irony they'd have a like some some poor seabird has got a, a, a holster over its beak and it's starving to death yeah do you think a seabird's ever said the sea word <laughs> oh i'd love i'd love for a seagull to uh imagine if an albatross dropped the sea bomb oh that would be fantastic while it steals one of your chips <laughs> <laughs> a seabird gets his feet stuck in a culinary holster how do how do seagulls sound like this Does that, does that sound plausible? Do you reckon a seagull? I think so. Do you I reckon? Think, I think it could. I think that maybe they already do. Do you now, reckon they're just calling you, us with with that? That's a Pixar movie I'd like to see. <laughs> Swearing <laughs> seagulls. Oh, that's quite. That sounds quite nice. It does it? sound quite quite nice. <laughs> Would you let our kid watch it? Yeah, I think swearing's fine. Yeah, do you? I, I think it's a tricky one with, with swearing, isn't it? Because the reason that parents don't want their kids to swear is that the parents don't look bad. Yeah. It's not that the swearing is bad, because pretty well, much some people every... think swearing is bad. Yeah, that's but, that, uh, some people, yeah. but it's, that's, that's not my personal well, philosophy. Absolute <laughs> bloody seagulls. It is ugly hearing a kid swear, isn't it? Uh, it depends on the age. I think if they're very young, it's bloody hilarious. Yeah, if they're, if they're, if they're really, really little. When and they don't know what they're saying. If uh, you were a six-year-old, swear. It's funny. Yeah, no, I, I, I get your point. I think, I think the point is, though, what you've got to do is say, you can't say that around other people, and then you're teaching them a lesson, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Rather than saying you're just not allowed to say that word, because no kid's going to be happy with that. They're gonna say it. They're gonna they're gonna swear blue murder as soon as you're not around. I've got the I've got the perfect way. I've got the perfect parry parenting technique. This go is on. how you would do it. Uh, you'd sit your kid down on the stoop mm. and you'd go, "Listen, <laughs> sure, sure, Daddy drops the C bomb C uh, bomb once when in a while." With the neighbor. Yeah, he EFs and Jeffs a little bit. Listen, that's because Daddy's quite cool, right? Other people don't understand how cool daddy is. That's why he can't go into the shops and say, all right, cunt. You know, he's got, he's got to go into the shops and say, good morning, sir. I'd like a copy of the Telegraph, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, so basically what you've got, not the Telegraph, no. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, daddy's a Telegraph. I know, I know Pat, a cunt. Parry, Harry <laughs> Parry will read the te- Telegraph. So, so what you're doing is you're kind of going like, hey, there's one rule for like the cool gang, which is us. When we're, when we're hanging out and it's cool and it's sky talk and it's, you know, it's that kind of thing. There's another rule for all the squares out in, you know, oh, out like in that. Normalsville. That's See, how you'd, that's how you'd do it. Let's put some coffee. <laughs> this is good. Oh dear. 
Uh, it, is, it is good, by it's the good way. good parenting. Is that, is that gone on the it's uh, good. cream carpet? It has gone on the cream carpet. It's good parenting. I might it, just clean that up Yeah, that, should, we, should we take a, 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 a ten-second well, break? You can, you can carry on talking if you like. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll carry on talking. <laughs> um, this, by the way, we know who, we know who would be uh, <clears throat> the house proud. I mean, admittedly, this is Clarky's house, so that's the reason he's house proud. Yeah, it was my house. Be... <laughs> but you, you, you flopped a load of coffee onto the floor, and you looked at it and went, oh, well. And I think that's kind of the, your attitude to parenting. Do you think, yeah. I think yeah. it is a little bit. It's like, oh, don't worry. Uh, Mummy will sort that out. And here's Clarky on all fours now, just mopping. Now, remember, it's it's dab. Yeah, it's not, right. yeah, dab the, the stain. This actually is, this is exactly how, this is our parenting technique. You yeah. would cause a mess. Yes. Clarky would clean it up. And I would tell Clarky how he's how not doing it, it right. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically, together, we are one dysfunctional, uh, we're one dysfunctional parent. Yeah. I think Harry's going to be all right. I think he's going to turn out okay. Although we shouldn't be feeding him coffee. Well, we want to keep him small. Because small guys, tough guys, right? We can all agree on that. A small, tough guy. <laughs> a small, tough guy. Full of caffeine. He's, who we've taught how to stab people. We've taught him how to stab people with chopsticks. I think we've done a... a I quite like Harry, actually. Yeah, I'm sort of... It's quite sad that he doesn't exist. I like the fact that we've given him my surname. Harry, <laughs> Harry. I, I was going to discuss that. Would you, I, don't, I don't want to go hyphenated. Oh, Harry hyphenated. I like that. <laughs> Harry hyphenated's good. <laughs> Harry hyphenated is another Pixar movie. We, we, I, I really like that. He's very, very posh, and he always seems to get his plays on at the Soho Theatre. <laughs> <laughs> About his upbringing. About his upbringing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry hyphenated. Harry hyphenated. And all the all our listener dears are his godparents. That's true. If you're listening to this, you're now you're now this our imagined baby's godparents. So do with that information what you will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not much to. I mean, if you're having a particularly bad day, maybe that's slightly brightened it up. But I, I can't imagine that's really helped anybody. But congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, you join us at the inauguration of the first post-apocalyptic president. Please be upstanding for the podcast choir performing that ancient text, PBAM 2.6. Okay, I've got a question. Go on. If when after you're dead, your life, yes, rest in peace, peace out, oh that's a good one, oh yes, why does no one put that on their tombstone, that'd be great, Matthew Crosby, peace out, I like it, um, and the little prosthetic hand coming up, giving the peace sign, no, a little prosthetic hand. Puppies, bangers and mash, 2.6, or P-Bam Twix. Twixy Twix. Nice. Was written, improvised and performed by Tom Parry, who is godfather to Rosie Porter of St Albans. Um, I, I, Matthew Crosby, who was godfather to Lily. I'm not going to give her second name for obvious reasons or her where she lives. A better godfather, I say, than you. They're just advertising. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ben Clark, who is godfather to nobody. So, uh, oh. you know, if you if you fancy a, a godfather, 
Give me a call. <laughs> there you go. Zero seven eight one five. Well, thank you, listeners, for uh, sticking with us. Um, thank you for all your reviews that have been rolling into the PBAN page. Yeah, we've really enjoyed those reviews that were written in the style of uh, like a visitor's book. Yes. But a new challenge for you guys. This time round, because you are godparents to our imaginary child, mm-hmm. Harry hyphenated. Harry hyphenated Parry. Um, this is his kind of launch it very much into the podcast world. So uh, <laughs> A baptism is kind of very much a launch, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so we were treating it like a christening uh, so if you want to leave us a p-bum review then leave harry hyphenated a little message for his future yeah. on the uh, itunes review page and give him a little five stars for his christening that's the, what could be a better gift for a newborn than five stars on itunes yeah exactly <laughs> what a right. modern world we're living in and give him a bit of advice um, harry hyphenated uh five stars on itunes Absolutely right. Yes. Any other news? Oh, uh, yeah. We've got. Uh, we've always got our other podcast. If you'd like to listen to that, it's uh, Flat Share Slam Down. Flat Share Slam Down. Not for me. Not such a fan, are you? No. No. Not my cup of tea. Stop showing up. Um, um, and <laughs> we've got some live shows at the Soho Theatre for our Secret Dude Society. Yeah. And oh, the kids are yeah. available online. They're really, really fun. Yeah. Go to the Soho Theatre website for those. And uh, and generally, just you know, if you are a new parent or even if you have parents, uh, just have a good time with it. Yeah. Don't be an awesome. Don't be an arsehole. That's that's pretty much the whole of the law, isn't yeah. it? Oh, the episode was produced by uh, producer Pegs, who is godfather to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what he is. That's it. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Peace out.